right? That's true. He get he gets me. Works for me. Speaking of which, and I think I think Jim had asked this. It's Onyx that has inspiration. This, um, well, I mean, he has it forever, but he got it from last one until he used it, right? Yeah, good. I thought that's what we've decided, right? Yeah, Onyx is inspiration. Okay, let's move on. Um, Liam, the Forge will only accept one of my character sheets, so I would have to tell you all of his roles. Can't you literally just roll off a of D&D Beyond? Like, I think just, I can yeah, roll... Yeah, you just click on his things, it will also roll his stuff. Like, I can roll for everybody. Yeah, like, I just rolled for him. And it, it just went... Was it a good roll? It was. It's rolled a 19 for a Okay. Track. Oh, well. Also, if the background noise is too much, let me know and I'll mute my mic. It's just a pain in the ass to turn it on and off while driving. I don't really hear any background noise. No, I think yeah, you're me good. Either. Yeah, not a problem. Oh, good. Well, if the swearing at Illinois drivers gets too bad, then let me know. We, we just want you to mute you because we don't want to hear. Yeah, my voice is terrible. Would right. not mind an occasional video of a puppy, though. Yeah, you got any dogs? I do have dogs. In the back seat, right? Yeah, they're passed out back here. So I guess we'll have like a swear jar. Um, anytime you curse, we get it. Like, yep, we get we get a view of the pups. They've been very good this whole trip. I was about to say, they look so They're well behaved. Dogs. Did you drag them? Uh, yeah, but it probably wore off a while ago. I have to drag my dogs for long trips, too. Yeah, well, we give the one Trazodone, the other one's usually pretty good. But they've both been doing really well. Oh, he's on that good med. Alright. All right. We're gonna start. We're gonna actually start. So, last... You had continued your trek through the mountain. Uh, at one point, finding the uh, signs of combat where you deduced that the smugglers had encountered the goblins and ogres. You continued on following Casimir's direction and some distance further came upon where an ogre and a group of goblins were. You maneuvered into position and attacked them from the cliffs above, slaying the party, the goblins, and the ogre, uh, managing to capture one as it attempted to flee. After interrogating him, you learned a little bit, uh, as well as finding a small stone glyph uh, bearing a strange psychic writing. Onyx was able to translate it, and learn that the crafter of this was a mind flayer. You finished off your goblin captive and set down for the night. Asriel, as you were resting or preparing to rest, you saw a strange rat watching you. You snatched it and saw that it had an exposed and glowing brain. What are you guys doing? 
screaming, running around in circles, uh, freaking out generally. Yeah. I'm just gonna punch the rat. Alright, uh, should I make an attack? Right. You stop watching it. <laughs> How far did you make it in? We're, we're going to interrogate the, uh, the brain rat, right? No, I'm just going to punch it dead. You strike the rat and it goes limp in your hands. <laughs> I don't remember where I was, um, but can I see this? Um, I would say it's pretty obvious to you guys. You know, you have a small little camp site, essentially. Uh, you're all within about, you know, 10, 10-ish feet of each other. And you all would have seen Azrael, like, leap to her feet and snatch something off the ground. Okay, so I don't see that it's got an exposed glowing brain. That you would have to be a little closer for. Do I, or I should say, does Azrael, actually, I probably should, should do, like, what would, what would it be, Arcana or something like that? Would she know that this is a Mind Flayer pet? Go ahead and give me an Arcana check. I think, yeah, you've probably heard of something like this. Uh, not likely to have seen it before. Uh, but you would know that a creature such as this is probably a Mind Flayer's servant. Hey, um, I'm gonna find Demetari. Right here. <laughs> Bring over the rat and be like, Mind Flayer pet, dissect? I would be honored. I'll hand her the rat. Um, I'm like going to hold it by the tail and just kind of inspect it and go, um, can you tell me any more about Mind Flayer pets? How does this work? Is it all magic or just kind of dangling? Okay, so I know that they're the servants. Do I know anything else other than that they serve Mind Flayers? Uh, you'd probably know that cranium rats are not often like a one-off thing. They function better in large groups. Servant of Mind Flayer. Probably in small groups we should fan out. Right, I'm going to go out and start looking for more of these little things. I'll lay this one on a rock. Like... I'm basically in like dead body position, like where it's stomach up, um, just because that's what I'm used to. And I'm going to go uh, look for, I guess, more of those rats. All right. Jadid, could you give me a perception check? Kind of moving to the edge of your campsite and uh, scanning the surrounding hills. You don't notice anything. It is quiet. 
cold mountain. Is there like footprints from where the rat came from? Like, can I trace back how it got up here? Go ahead and give me a survival check. It's kind of a, like a rocky, gravelly area where you guys are, and there's the rat weighs, you know, I don't know, 10 ounces or whatever, how much the rat weighs. Not enough to leave prints and make a trail, essentially. Uh, there's no, no telling where it came from. But the brain thing is, is glowing, you said, right? So we can oh, look yes. for brain glow. You do not see any other brain. Alright, um, I don't know if you wanted me to roll, but I can just assume that I didn't find any either. Uh, you want to make a perception check? There are no Did other... Did not find any. Yeah, no other cranium rats to be found. Alright, well, I'm going to go back to the dead one that Azrael killed, and, um... You know, basically dissect it and try to see what's going on there. Alright. Can you give me a nature check? That's with intelligence, correct? intelligence check Sorry, I'm having an ashtray what that is. Um, okay, so he said I roll my intelligence and I'm proficient in nature check, so just add my proficiency bonus. Nature is intelligence. Oh, okay, so uh, if we add that to my intelligence, then that would be a 13. Like my my proficiency. Well, nature, nature checks are already with intelligence. Oh, okay, so... I don't know. Did I do it right, or do I need to roll something else? I'm still a little confused. Just roll nature. You, you got it. it. You don't. You're not proficient with nature checks, so. She said she was proficient. Oh. Not. Oh no, I'm. I'm not. I'm sorry. I saw okay. that the mod, like the modifier for nature, is the same for intelligence. So I just assumed. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm not. Okay. I'm not. I'm. Yeah, I'm still in the learning game with D and D. You begin dissecting the rat as you likely have done many times before. It is 
far as you can tell, your average rat, just with a strange brain window of sorts. I am going to offer some of the rat meat to Wanda. She, you know, snatches it and then swallows it and gulps and looks for more. All right. She's just uh, yeah. On shoulder, just watching you, like, cut the rat apart. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I personally, um, I want to like keep the brain. I, I'm curious to know how long it'll glow. Um, so maybe we uh, should have Briar look at the brain with her magic oh, Briar, detect skills. You know much about this, and like, I guess I'll just like palm the brain. Like just... I mean, I know rats. There's quite a lot of them in the swamp, but... Is the oh. brain magical? Oh, 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 oh. okay. Um, Your magic detect is just, like, always on, right? I think it's actually once a day. Let me see. If you're talking to us, we can't hear you. Damn. As an action, you can open your awareness to the presence of concentrated magic. Until the end of your next turn, uh, you know the location of any spell or magic item within 60 feet. Um, that isn't behind total cover. So, is it unlimited use, or? Who uses? Right, uh, I don't know if we've slept since the last time I used it, but I've already used it once. So you only get it once a day? Mm, two times a day. Okay, so you could use it here. Okay. Boop. Do I sense anything? And I also know what school of magic it belongs to. It is not... Uh... I'll say that it is... You detect a small amount of magic from And the magic would be... Enchantment. Okay, looks like it's enchanted. The fact that it's still glowing, I mean, it had to have been enchanted after it died, right? Are you saying the rat I, is undead? I'm asking. I'm. I'm. I personally don't know anything. As far as my characters, where I don't know anything about this, so I'm asking the party, like, if that would be a possible thing. Did the rat seem alive when I punched it? Well, it was it was squirming in your hands and trying to bite you. And it was warm you. and oh, felt yeah. like it had a heartbeat. Yeah, it was alive. It seemed alive when I punched it. Weird that the enchantment it still seems there if it's dead now like wouldn't most enchantments fade when you die dm <laughs> would i know that uh, question you can make an arcana check question 
I didn't do anything with the goblin's body after I killed it, right? Pretty sure you just left it behind a rock. Alright, I'm gonna go to the goblin's body. He's lying just where you left him. So, Asriel, uh, you would probably know that the way most spells work is... Uh, depend depending on the duration... Uh, unless you're concentrating on them, they're either instantaneous or they just last for however long it is. Um, so if, presumably, someone else cast a spell on this rat, it's not going to end when the rat dies. It's, the magic is still going to be there, it's just the rat's dead now. Yeah, so the rat didn't cast the magic, so the spell would stay. Okay, I guess that makes sense. So, my next question, is it worth keeping to see possibly how powerful this magic is? Like, we don't know exactly when it was done to the rat, but we can figure out the duration since we've seen it and see how long that spell might last if we run into it again, or should I just feed it to Wanda? Might hurt Wanda. <laughs> Wanda well, she's already dead. <laughs> so, I mean, she might be alright. Um, I have no use for it. Um, and then she kind of looked, I looked to Briar. Is it useful to you? I don't think I would eat that one. I, I don't put a rat past me, you know, like, we've been there, but not that one, no. You know what? I have an idea. I'm gonna try to mash it, and if it's still glowing, yeah, yeah, um, I'm going to just use it to paint little extras on my map, like little glowy spots, and you know, and then if, when it fades, it fades. But for now, it's fun. So you're like grinding it up into like a rat paste. Yep, rat brain paste. All right. As you destroy the rat head it it starts to fade the magic kind of dissipates and now you just kind of have a mealy rat skull pulp ah well there goes that idea all right wanda it's all yours i'm just judging you so hard over here Wanda's it's like, hot brain like very fancy <laughs> about that time i'm gonna like come back into the camp dragging the body of the goblin Hey, Briar, you want to help me out with this real quick? What do you mean? <laughs> I mean, you've got the big axe. Let's crack this one open, see if he's glowing too. Uh, uh okay. You're awfully smart. <laughs> I don't know. Mind flare, mind flare, glowy. Could be glowy. Oh, well, I gotta be a mind like, flare? Back on the menu, boys. Well, the rat's brain was glowing. Do you think his brain would be glowing? I doubt it, but, uh, you know, carry on. Alright, I guess I'll do it and I'll pull out my longsword. 
would you like professional tools or i mean that's that's a method that you're about to do but like this might be cleaner and i'll try to hand him one of my mortician's instruments i don't know how to use those do you just want to do it you know i this might be entertaining go ahead all right i try to just like top knot the goblin all right make an attack Yeah. You you like you're able to hit him because he's not moving, but you just like you like cleave just like a little bit off and like some like, you know, goblin skull falls away and just like, you know, the tiniest bit of brain is exposed. You basically you barely grazed him, but he was not moving and just kind of But is it glowing? It is not glowing. It is it looks like, you know, bloody goblin brain. All right, this was. I'd hold out my pickaxe to Onyx and say, "If you want to pick his brain, I'm gonna go. Nah, I think I'm gonna do what I normally do: shot put him over the side. I'm just giggling. Sails off into the darkness over the edge. Casimir's just kind of like, well, um. I think uh, with that, I'm going to get some rest before we, uh, I suppose, go into the hornet's nest in the morning. Good night, everyone. Uh, as we, like, kind of start settling down, I'm going to walk up to Briar and be like, Hey, you you know a good bit about, like, seasonings and how to reduce plants and get their flavors and stuff out better, right? Yeah. Do you have one of these? And I pull out my herbalism kit. I think I do, do I? I don't know, is it in your inventory? I have like a cook's kit, but... Yeah, I think you have a cook's kit, not an herbalism kit, because herbalism is more for like potions and stuff like that, like poisons and po potions, not cooking. Yeah. But so... you do have like cooking supplies and seasonings and stuff like that. Yes, I don't know if I would have that exactly, like that was... proficiency. I was wondering if I could get your help maybe reducing some stuff because there's a thing that we used to make out on the plains and I was trying to cook something up here. I could give it a shot. Uh, DM, would I have any sort of advantage on that? Uh, what are you trying to do exactly? Uh, I'm just trying to make one of the healing draughts. Uh, she is not proficient with herbalism kits, so... Fair. She would not be able to assist you. Well, yeah, I just, it looks pretty foreign to me, man. I don't know. Sorry. I'm just going to kind of sit down and like take some of the components that I bought in the shop and see if I can't brew up one. Absolutely. Is there anything anyone else would like to do before we take a long rest? I'm going to keep uh, searching for rat nests. All right. Um, well, you, I, you are, you're continuing to kind of like move around the camp, keeping an eye on right. kind of doing a little patrol. Um, there's not anything else that you notice so, so far, at least, you know, for this time period. 
Alcind wanted to assist you, Javid, um, probably because she would very much like another snack. And she might have an eye for rats. Wanda kind of silently just like lands on your shoulder and furls her little uh, owl wings. Uh, if you'd like to make a perception check with advantage, as what Wanda is assisting you. Still quiet. You don't hear any kind of rat noises and a couple minutes later Wanda suddenly like takes off flies over to a small bush you hear some kind of scurrying and she flies back up to your shoulder and she's just got like a regular mouse in her talons and she just kind of eats it on your shoulder there's the good owl alright well, I'll head back to um, camp then, and uh, I presume we'll we'll take uh, uh, actually, you know what? Um, we can do the reverse of our usual thing. Um, I can take uh, first watch and then get my trans in later. All right. Wanda right. and I will. Hit up um, and quietly do our thing. Watches. So who has? Oh, hold on. I got a I got a quick mechanics question. So does dark vision essentially function like infrared? Or not infrared, but uh, basically IR. Yeah, it's no. it's like black and grays, grays and blacks and shadows. Okay, so it's not like any little light in the dark is going to be like a beacon. No. no, it's just rather than colors you see in gray. So it's kind of like when you're, kind of like when you're in like twilight. You know how it's like not super yeah. like it's kind of that's kind of how I imagine it. It's just you don't see color. Okay, never mind then. All right. Did you say? What color the rat's brain was glowing? Purple. Is it like... Oh, purple. That's what it looks like. That is just horrific. Terribly, terribly. Alright. Onox, can I get you to roll a d10? Um... That's a success. Craft a healing draft. Uh, and for those, everyone else, uh, just so you know, he crafted a potion. It's a super rudimentary healing potion, and uh, when you use it, you get 1d3 plus 1 hit points. And it costs 10 gold pieces to manufacture. 
Yep, I marked off the 10 gold, so I still have 15 gold worth of components. So, he can collect the components to make those, right? So, like, if yeah, he spends... Yeah, if you guys are just traveling, uh, you know, during a day of, of trekking through the wilderness somewhere, he just, he wants to make a, a gathering check, and kind of along the road, he'll kind of be, like, looking for supplies. And depending on where you guys are, so up here, I would say, uh, limited resources, so the DC would be 15, and then if he succeeds, he just rolls a 1d8 and plus his modifier, and that's how much gold value of resources he finds. And can anyone help him? You can only do it if you are proficient with the, whatever tool you're trying to use. So okay. a poisoner can look for stuff, uh, if you're proficient with poison, poisoner's kits, uh, herbalism kits, and I think uh, alchemist's tools. Okay. Can I look around for stuff? Uh, yeah, you can. You can do. Either. There's like a whole. If you're looking for food, there's uh, yeah. there's already rules for that. Okay, I'm just gonna do that then. It works oh. pretty much the same, but I think it's a D6 for food. I don't see the anymore. So, uh, just roll D6. Uh, so, when when you're traveling for food, it would be. Uh, it's the whatever your I think it's a wisdom check with the proficiency from your cook's utensils I believe and then if you succeed it's a d6 plus wisdom mod in pounds of food but I'd have to look at it and go try to find it it's in the uh, Xanathar's guide under tool stuff it's under, yeah, it's under the cooking utensils. Alright. What is our watch rotation? I've got last. First. I'll take last. Jimmy's taking first watch. I can do second watch. Along with Wanda. Wanda's going to help me. We're going to look for some more rats. To give me some perception checks for your watch it. As the night goes on, each of you kind of swaps in and out, uh, watches come and go. 
just before dawn. Can I get you guys to put yourselves in, I guess, array yourselves around the campfire? So, um, like, I have a one-person tent, so, like, I would be in my tent. And I don't know if anybody else... So, like, it's not, like, right next to the fire, but it's, like, kind of nearby. Okay. Like, where's the fire? Uh, just in the middle of wherever your little group is. I think I'm happy where I'm at. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think I'll be up. Snug up against the warmth. Yeah, this is fine. Yeah. Onyx, do you want to be that far away? Um, I would be on watch at this point, so I'd be a little bit away from everybody. Right. Just keeping an eye out. Yeah, I'm good. I'm not, like, right next to everyone, but I'm close. Alright, is everyone taking a long rest all their, everything should be reset for you guys you're, you're hitting points are back and all that good stuff spells whatnot. because as you are sitting there Onox you suddenly hear get em and a group of goblins leap out of the bushes and start running towards your party a number of other creatures also leave the bush I cast thunderclap Wait, so, so where's the bushes? I thought we were up on top of a cliff where like, there was like... There's like little bushes here and there and rocks and stuff. You're on top of a cliff, but uh, there is other stuff. Like, you know, Onyx dragged the... Grabbed the goblin bomb. A rock, not a bush. Uh, I mean, there's bushes. Bushes grow yeah, I cast Thunderclap as soon as I hear that. Alright, so you are surprised. Everyone is, with the exception of Because he's not possible to be surprised. I mean, I have a passive perception of 16. You were asleep. I thought sleep still has passive perception rules. Let's look. If their stealth is underneath your passive perception, if, if their stealth is above your passive perception, then you're still surprised. Yeah, that's my question. What was their stealth? Otherwise, they would poke at me. Uh, you, while you are sleeping, is does you do you sleep? I do use sleep. Okay. Uh, for just as in the real world, D&D characters spend many hours sleeping, most often for a long rest, most monsters also need sleep. Uh, while you are asleep, you are subjected to the unconscious condition. And the first tab of the unconscious condition says that they are incapacitated, cannot move or speak, and are unaware of their surroundings. So, shouldn't we have her roll a percentage dice with her night terrors to see if she's awake during it? That's true. I do wake up a lot. <laughs> That's fun. Uh, what, 
What's your passive perception? Uh, 16. Uh, they beat your... Alright. Okay, then. Then I'm surprised. The goblins... Goblins are pretty stealthy. But not just goblins. Uh, we're showing up on the combat tracker twice with our old rolls and new. Okay. Actually, I haven't rolled yet. I don't know why that showed up twice. 13 was his initial. I'm also on here twice. I'm just gonna step out real quick to let my dog out. right yeah it looks right all right javid it is your turn you are just by the sounds of little feet scurrying towards your campsite you awaken and look up there are, uh, what you can see, there are one, two, three, four, five goblins, and then four troglodytes running towards your camp. Uh, you probably recognize them. You've seen them before in the Underdark. Yeah, all right. I will snatch up my bow and an arrow and fire at one of the uh, goblins, the nearest one. That one. If he is uh, still uh, up, I will um, use my uh... um, I'm going to say that you guys are all waking up. Uh, actually, it's not they're yelling. The, the goblins aren't terribly smart. They are yelling. You guys wake up. But you're still surprised. So it just linked you the rules. It says that, I, yeah. yeah I, I have, I've got them. 
So you have to, if speech at a normal volume, you would have to have a passive perception over 15 to wake up. But the goblins are yelling, so. Okay. Okay. Get up! You just like leap to your feet, launch an arrow towards one of the goblins, and just like catch him right on in the chest, and he just like flies backwards. Ugh! Dead. All right. Um. Well, I'm going to uh, uh, mark that one as a uh, favored foe. Uh, and then, uh, as it seems to have fallen, uh, let's see. Uh, I think I can transfer uh, favored foe when that one falls to another. to do a um, no it doesn't matter the the um, I can make one additional uh, attack I'm going to uh, fire at the troglodyte standing next to the goblin I just hit Add a dread ambusher to that. You like sink the arrow into his shoulder, and he's but still alive. All right, I think that's that's my turn. Casimir is going to take six, and Briar, you would take four. 
Do you say that the goblin was trying to snatch him or slash him? Slash him. Got slash. Around, okay. Goblin sprints up to you, Monox, attacking once and then again, the second time wildly, uh, but both connect. Uh, and they actually both would be for 8 damage, so a total of 16 damage. Ow. Uh, Javid, are you, you stood up, right? Yeah. All right, the other goblin is going to get closer to you. Uh, and he's going to... Yeah! He chucks a javelin towards you, but you just kind of move to the side, and it <laughs> sticks into Azrael's tent. You just see, like, a javelin pokes into it. All right, Onyx, it's your turn. Oh, give me a second because that damage really changed what I was about to do. Yeah, he rolled really well, actually. He rolled two 22s and a 21. The second attack was with disadvantage. Still hits, though. Oof! Alright. Bless you. I'm gonna cast Shadow Blade. And attack him with it. You like you try to like cut him, and it just like kind of glances off of his chainmail shirt. So that was bonus action. Yeah, that's what I got. All right. question is it normal for troglodytes to work with goblins like is that normal uh no okay
one of the troglodytes is going to get up next to Javi. And teeth and claws just like slashing towards you. AC is 15, correct? Yes. Alright. His teeth land, and you take three piercing damage. Uh, and then uh, one set of claws would land for five piercing damage. Uh, the next one is attacking the prone Demitari. Wait, when was I prone? Are you sleeping? Oh! You said I the guess sounds I'm woke us up when they started yelling. Yeah. He said that we were still surprised. You're awake. You're just on the ground. That's fun. Alright, cool. Uh, you take 14 damage. How many hit points? After taking the damage, 9. Last two troglodytes are going to attack uh, Briar. Just teeth and claws raining down. Uh, your AC is 16, correct? The first claws hit for five. And a bite lands for four. Another claw lands for six. And then another claw lands for five. So that is. Alright, well, I'm going to um, drop my bow, uh, pick up, uh, draw, uh, draw my, my uh, swords, and slash at uh, this Goomba standing next to me. Oh, that's just tacky. Yeah. And then, uh, with my offhand, I will do a second attack. Not great. Unfortunately, the troglodyte kind of like leaps back after his like initial kind of like flurry of strikes and just out of your range as you try to slash at it.
the two goblins that remain. One of them is going to... Actually, they're both just going to attack. Chasm. Uh, is Casimir in the initiative order? Yeah, but he's way at the bottom. Okay. He did not roll high. Another goblin hits him for eight more damage. Is he still up? Yeah. So it's for three days. I guess he's still up. And they're going to disengage. Jump back. The other goblin boss is going to move into position next to Javid. Flanking. And he's going to draw his scimitar. Going to swipe at you. And he did not roll so well. Uh, the first one does hit for seven. I was going to say 21. He rolled a 21. It hits you for seven. Uh, the other one is going to maneuver right there. And he's also going to attack. Both swipes. Onyx, it's your turn. How far away is the cliff edge from our camp? So I'm going to land right there, and I'm going to cast Thunder Wave. Are you not disengaging, are you? Bonus action, Temptuous Magic to fly 10 feet without provoking opportunity attacks. Does it happen before or after you cast the spell? Either one I choose. Temptuous magic as a bonus action. You can cause a gust of winds uh, to surround you before or after you cast a level of spur first level spell or higher. Fly up to ten feet without provoking opportunity attacks. Cool. All right. 
So it's a con saving throw on both the goblin bosses that are near me. If they fail, they get pushed 10 or uh, 15 feet away from me. Uh, if they pass, they still take half damage. It's not like it's like not letting me draw a cube. Yeah, so it's a 15-foot cube centered on me. So it's 15 feet. on the face of the cube. That's how the cubes work. I mean, we spell cat. So you're on the outside of the cube, and then you have to put the cube somewhere uh, else. Oh, I see what you're saying. Uh, Yeah, I would get both of them. So yeah, that's that's my cube. You'd need to be standing. The two goblin from it would not be possible for you to get the two goblin bosses at the same time. You where you are now, when where that cube is, that's okay. Like you can kind of shift the cube around you, and technically you can, I think, be at a. I think you can be at a corner of the cube. I'd have to look at it, but yeah, you're on like one of the outside faces of it. Yeah, I think you'd have to move over. One more, like Jim. You can be in like a corner part of the face. It's not centered on you. You're like you're not at one of the center faces. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you select a cube point of origin. Which lies anywhere on a face of the cubic effect. The cube's size is expressed as the length of each side. So, I I would say you could probably be a, where you are is fine. Uh, technically, you could put yourself in the cube, I suppose, if you wanted to, like down, but then it would, 
you would only be able to hit one of the enemies. No, that's a good cube for me. Alright. Well, they both failed. And they take... Eight points of thunder damage. And they're pushed 15 feet away from me. Both the goblin and the troglodyte just get like, there's this clap of energy and both of them, Javid, you see they go, like fly away from you. Doing that, what's the, the yell? <laughs> yeah, it's like, you see the, the goblin boss just like kind of cartwheels over your head, over the other troglodyte. There's this like loud echoing crack. Alright, Timtari, it is your turn. Okay, so I'm going to Misty Step first. Alright, and now I'm going to cast Burning Hands, and I would like for it to go, like, more, more like, oops, like, like this way, so that it's, you know, getting these guys here, hopefully getting the badly injured one, and then these two, does that make sense? Okay, perfect. Um, so that's a deck save of 15, I believe. Let me double check. Yeah. failed. Go ahead and roll the damage. So I hit cast. I'm assuming it rolls for me when I do that. Like all three of the d6s. Yeah, you roll the four, a one, and a one. That's embarrassing. Okay, um, so they should, I think take half damage on a success. One of the uh, troglodytes grabbing itself, it's like burning and just collapses ground. The other two kind of like have to like pet themselves down and get to put the fire out. Okay, so it means I killed it. Now I yep. get to Grim Harvest and get two hit points back because it's twice the spell's level that it was casted at. Nice. 
I'm saying this to make sure that I'm not cheating because I've never used this before. I'm pretty sure how oh is how that works. Yeah, I thought it was temp health, but it doesn't look like it. it looks like it's permanent. Yeah, but it, you have kind of have to get it. You don't. It's not something that's going to happen all the time. Basically, is why it's, it's better. Right, okay, so that ends my turn. turn. All right, uh, it is snow on the mountain. Bird, we'll see how long my uh, surface holds up. So, am I still prone? Yeah, um, it looks like you are still injured. I haven't hit you yet, I believe, so... Nah, Can I we do a long rest hit. on this character sheet? Yeah, I don't have near the options you guys do to mess with this. Like, I don't have rest options or anything for him. Oh, yeah, it's... Uh, that's fine, I did it for him. Yeah, it's not here. I can do other stuff with this sheet, but I can't do that. Alright. Uh, what would you like to do, Snow? So there is a goblin, uninjured goblin boss about 10 feet to your right, which was the one that whacked the crap out of Onox. Okay. So you said I am prone, right? Yeah, but you get that point. Get that Stand up. A little bit more. Do insightful fighting on the goblin boss and do narrow Alright, so insightful fighting is an insight check versus his deception check. Well, he said he was going to shoot an arrow from where he was. He's oh. just going to stand up and shoot an arrow. Well, stand up, move, put a little You want to move closer to the rest of the party? Yeah, I would put him there. Yeah, that's probably. Protect Kazimir. I was gonna throw him in the tent. Your arrow boom, sticks into the uh, goblin's shield. Pain and I'm pissed about it, so I'm gonna reach. 
Vines temporarily grow around you until your rage ends. The ground within 15 feet of you is difficult terrain for your enemies. So, um, can I stand up and attack? Absolutely. Okay. Not a whack. Alright, so the one right there, you can see that one is injured. That was the one that got blasted by the uh, burning hands and is more injured than the other one. Which one hurt me which? Uh, they both whacked a bunch. Both. Okay. Well, then I'm going to go for this guy. Um, so. Uh, also, actually, I need you to make a... Uh, because they smell bad. Can I get you... I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Just because you started in turn within five feet of the Trogonite. So I was supposed to do it for Dimitari. Uh, I forgot. Alright, he's safe. It's, they smell awful. Absolutely disgusting. Like rotting flesh and you know, feces, probably. Uh, but you, you know, are able to weather that. To be fair, Demetari's a mortician, so she's been around, like, decaying bodies, like, True. a good chunk of her life. It smells like work. It's, it's, it's fine. Yeah. And I'm from the swamp, so, but yeah, alright. You, you, it would definitely make sense that you two are able to power through it. Alright, roll damage. You hit him. Okay. Can you see it? Um, okay, it's rolled in on the sheet. It's six. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. Good. Fuck that guy. And that'll end my turn for now. Uh, uh, keep in mind that only affects the difficult terrain only affects the enemies. Yes. There's this like wave of vines sprouting out from you. And the rest of you can see like where you step, the vines kind of move out of the way, but they're like nodding and like twisting underneath the feet of the troglodytes and goblins. Azrael, it is your turn. So I would like to step, well, kind of towards the end of the tent and then reach out and grab Casimir and like kind of like, because he's still on the ground, I kind of want to like shift like between my legs and just kind of like have him kind of go to the back of the tent. Okay. 
you just you like you go out there. Uh, his turn would be next, so you can just kind of like force him inside. Uh, so he's inside, and I kind of want to like one foot in the tent, one foot out of the tent. Okay, uh, I'm gonna say that's like you know that's kind of a free action. He was probably gonna crawl there in a second. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> what would you like to do for your action? I would like to take one of my throwing knives and let's see. Okay, so all the goblins look uninjured. So I guess I'll throw one at the non-goblin bosses. So one of these two, whichever one. I don't. Looks like the one up top wouldn't have cover. So I'm gonna throw it at him. And, like, did he know I was there? Would I get sneak attack? Because I was in the tent and I, like, popped out. Uh, I'll say you could sneak attack. But it doesn't matter. You just, like, <laughs> the knife sticks him in the chest and he kind of, uh, and dies. Alright, I'm gonna probably, I'm gonna duck my head back in the tent, but I'm leaving it open so I can see what's going on with, like, Briar and everybody. But I'm kind of pop my head back just so that way I'm not sticking out. And that's the end of my turn. Casimir. Casts. Mage armor on it. is going to recklessly leave Briar's square or area. Uh, so if you'd like to make an opportunity attack against that troglodyte, you can. He's very upset about the fire blast hey. that Dimitari did. Yeah. That hits rolled in. What if it's... What if it's... Yeah. Yeah. Actually, it's a seven. Okay. Yeah. You just like cut through his back and like cleave a section of his tail off. He's like, ah, keeps going. And claw towards you, Dimitari. Uh, two of them hit for eight damage. Uh, so it'd be three piercing and five slashing.
of those hit for a, a total of sure. five piercing, four slashing, and four slashing. So that is 13 damage. Scimitar, draw a short bow, running around to the other side of the And he's going to shoot at snow. You can try. Wait, is. He hits for seven damage. Them alive for the master, and he's going to run over his briar. And two swipes of his scimitar at you, and you just like. <sighs> Out of the way of both of them. He hits nothing but air. Uh, the other one. Oops, sorry, I should have gone. Uh, the other one is going to move over towards all, and he's going to try to whack. It's your turn. I don't want it to be like this. All right. 
fall out, right? Alright, so I'm going to run and power slide to Javid. And Quicken Spell cast um, Magic Missile. I want two beams to go at the Troglodyte in front of me and one beam to go at, back at the Goblin Boss. Nope. Alright, he swipes at you. He misses. Nah, get back here! Alright, who are you shooting at? Alright, so two beams at the troglodyte right in front of me. The first two. And then the last beam at the goblin boss that I just left. The troglodyte perishes. So because I quicken spell, that was my bonus action, and I'm going to use my action to feed Javid my potion that I just made. Alright. Roll 1d3 plus 1. I don't have a d3, I have a d4. Is it d4 minus 1? Is it plus 1? Well, yeah, but there's no d3. It makes sense to be a D4 minus one. Game. Oh. There you go. You rolled three. And you got a three. Alright, there you go. Three hit points. That's all I got. Demitari, there is a living but badly injured troglodyte directly. Not for long. All right, I'm gonna hex him as my bonus action, and then I'm gonna cast magic missile, and I'm gonna shoot two on him, and then the last one I am going to go for this guy. my lesson it's fine um it's gonna end up being passed on to somebody else once if that person if that troglodyte dies anyway oh it sure does all right cool then no I'll, I'll keep it and then i'll just pass it on to the next guy later Um, and just so you know, I'm gonna I'm doing two more hit points because this is per turn um, when I kill someone. Yep. And then uh, I am gonna do some movement here. So. Um, what? Oh, oh. 
Okay, hold on. I'm being told by the other DM in the in the playroom I made a wrong choice. I'm being taught things, sorry. Okay, that's my final answer. your turn. Your uh, targeted goblin boss is still in front of you, just right for the zap. Okay. I have no idea what that means. I'm gonna assume that means he's just... I assumed he shot and apparently he did very well because he yeah, just, um, yeah. You murdered him. 20 points of damage. You just like catch him in the chest and just take the goblin right off his. Hell yeah. Is there anybody else still alive? Uh, there are two goblins. Two goblins? Alright. Yeah. How far away are they from me? Uh, one of them is about 10 feet to your right. And it's the one next to Briar. And then there's one kind of on the other side of the tent, uh, which is a weaker. Much weaker goblin. He's, he was the one who shot you a second ago with a short bow. Ah, gotcha. I'm using the movement to put a little distance between myself. That's all I can do. Well, right now you're next to um, Javid and Onyx. Yeah, you're in kind of a good spot, I think. Yeah, I wouldn't move because then you're going to be off by yourself. Okay. I can't. I see the map at all, so. Yeah, no. You, yeah, I think I'm you're good. You to just kind of a, a little more central to anyone else. Alright, I would say he just steady aims for his next attack then if he doesn't... Oh, he is moving. Never mind. Well, I mean, if you put him... He doesn't have to move. I thought the steady aim thing was like... Oh, I'm a good spot. Just leave him. Yeah, why don't you just leave him next to Onyx? I, I, think, I don't think he would move. He would probably want to keep his steady aim. Also, I'm going in and out of service, so if I get lost, you know, it's going to be distance, insight, fighting, steady aim a lot today. Yeah, we got you. Alright. So, just in case I lose you. Alright, I'm going to whack the switch. Sorry, I didn't see that it critted. Hell yeah. Thirteen that time. Holy shit. Alright, 20 points a day. And you just yeah, cleave the goblin in half. The last goblin at the edge of camp goes, uh-oh. Azrael, it's your turn. Yeah, wait, okay. I was gonna turn around and point at him. And then that's it. 
<laughs> Chris's monkey out of the closet. Alright, um, so, I wanna, I wanna pop out, cause I, I know this guy's here, but I don't see him, so I'll pop out so I can see him, and I wanna keep him alive, so, can I throw my knife to just, like, kinda hit, like, his Achilles heel or something, just so he can't run away, but he's still very much alive? You can certainly try. That would be difficult, so... Definitely make an attack roll, and we will see. Be like disadvantage because she's like aiming at the ground. Yeah, I, yeah, I would say definitely you're attacking with disadvantage. You're trying to do something very specific to him at a range. But you hit him. Unfortunately, you hit him kind of hard. Well, it's his Achilles heel, though, is what I was aiming for. So, like... Technically, ranged attacks... I know, you can't. ...not be non-lethal. You maimed him so hard, he dies. You, like... Gotta shoot to kill. Yeah, your knife goes, like, through the, like, you know, meaty part of his calf, and he's, like, like passes out from shock, and it's just, like, bleeding out on the ground there. Wait, wait, he's bleeding out? Can, can I run over and, like, try to stabilize him? Sure. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. <laughs> like, okay. oh, shit! <laughs> and then just, like, run over. Go ahead and we are out of initiative. If you would like to make a medicine check. Alright, you stabilize him. But he is unconscious still. Casimir kind of like pokes his head out of the tent. Is that, um, is that it? Are they all gone? He's kind of looking over the bodies, like mangled corpses of troglodytes and goblins, like littering your campsite. Oh, they're not littering the campsite. I'm pissed. I'm very angry and very aggressively throwing them off the cliff again. Like dead checking and yeeting bodies again. I'm mad. Set straight to uh, cleaning up the campsite. Leave no trace. I'm looking at the nearest party member, and I'm just like, does he have a thing with this? Like, does he just? Is there some sort of fixation with the huck, hucking the bodies over? Can anyone? Does anyone know this? No, guy no, he's just very clean. He does seem he to, likes have to clean up his uh -huh. I want to uh, catch. Uh, Unhooks his arm before he hucks the goblin boss and and uh, check the the body. All right, go ahead and give me an investigation. Are you guys checking all the bodies? 
No, I'm just taking the two chain mails after Jabid stops me. It still feels like a very yeah, cat yeah, move. Playing with the dead. <laughs> Tossing around and shit. It really does. Alright. Mm. Uh, taking off their chainmail shirts and kind of rummaging through them, uh, you find that they have uh, a total of uh, 15 gold pieces between them and then about 6 days of trail ration on the two bosses. how they came up here like it did it look like they just climbed the cliff is there some type of rope contraption like how did they actually get up to our campsite are you like looking around on the, on the surrounding cliffs to try to figure out how they got up there yeah because this goblin's gonna take like an hour to wake up so okay. oh he's gonna be asleep for a while uh, could i tell if these sounded more intelligent than normal for goblins. They kind of coordinated their attacks in a pretty meaningful way. The troglodytes weren't anything to write home about, but the goblins were smart. They were very sneaky. They did a good job surprising you guys. You guys were pretty surprised. Uh, so, uh, go ahead and give me a... Yeah, sure. That's good. It takes you a little bit, about probably half an hour, but you find on like kind of a far side of the cliff face uh, a spot where there is tied off on a rock a rope, like a very kind of not very well maintained and very sketchy looking rope, but there is a rope that is tied off there and you know dangling down a little bit and you can see there's a couple of spots where someone could have kind of climbed up a little bit. It'd be a rough climb without it, but the rope helps. Alright, I'm gonna cut when the you, rope just. When you so. say uh, rough, um, does it look like a, a like rope that would have uh, been there for a while, or or they? It looks like a crappy goblin rope. Like it's you know the goblins made it, and they're not very good at those sorts of things. You know they don't, they don't have the. Uh, The sorts of things that, uh, you know, city folk are able to get their hands on. The, the well-crafted jute or whatever you make ropes out of. I'm not really sure. I think that's the stuff. Hempen ropes. Right. I need to take a little time to uh, heal myself. So if we could... Uh... uh Sit here for a bit to, uh, you know. I, th I think I'm going to make myself a cup of tea. That that seems like something I could do to uh, sort of recover, relax. I think we should move on a bit before another mind flayer rat shows up to tell our location. Before we take a break, so we don't get surprised again. Yeah. How how far away is the mine? From here? Two hours, 
I am in no shape to be taking on mines right now. Yeah, we we need breakfast. The orange glow of sunrise peaks over the mountains. We need to find a better place. Breakfast. We need to get another day worth of rest well, before we need to go into the mine. A full day? I mean, we just rested. We're not going to get another long rest until another day. What, what do you want to do until then? Recover. Look I mean, for we- look for more things that we could use around here. Do some scouting. We don't need to just bull rush in. That's well, what's I, getting us. I beat agree up. with you on the the not bull rushing into the mine. Maybe looking for a back entrance, but I don't think we should just sit here. No, not here. This, we need to find some this other is a good place space right here. It's we've taken care of that uh, access. Uh, it's daylight. We're we're not going to be napping anymore. So uh, this sounds like a seems like a, a really good place. I mean, they they know we're here. I, I, I if we're gonna sit for a while, I'd rather sit somewhere else. It concerns me that this is the second spot we've been in, and we've been found. So I wonder if at this point the mind flayer knows of our existence, has the resources to find us wherever we go. So I mean, if anything, maybe we should basically prepare for another surprise attack in a location that might be um, easier for us to handle people coming in. We should get rid of the rock. Agreed. I don't think we should keep the rock. It might have been what attracted the rat here. The rat clearly gave our hiding spot. I hold my hand out for the rock. Do I have it still? Oh, okay. Um... Yeah sure, yeah, sure. You want to hug that over the cliff, too? You smash it. Give me an athletics check. I want to see you hug that thing. Oof! Alright, you just kind of... <laughs> and it goes over the cliff. You're, you know, you hear the echo of it kind of clattering down into the ravine below. That rocked from a natural 20 to a 5. Your muscles are probably just tired from carrying all those bodies over. I wouldn't worry too much about it. Yeah, you shouldn't have tuckered yourself out like that. The weight wasn't right. It's not my fault. So, are we going to find another spot to sit? Like, maybe, like, I could scout while people rest, because I'm fine. Maybe. Why don't you f- find a, a spot, come back and tell us if you find a, a something better than uh, an inaccessible rock. Well, not terribly inaccessible. I think we've just proven that. Right, but they had to use a rope to climb up. And Azrael's going to have to use her spider climb to climb down. That's not really difficult. Not It'd be nice if we could find like a cave, maybe? Like, you'd think that if there's mines around, surely there's like a partially dug out area that we could hunker down in. At least the mouth of the cave, we, we have a better, like, less chance of being surprised, I guess.
Um, uh, well, all of you are figuring that out. Uh, Onox, I was going to uh, give you back this book. I rush over and, like, immediately, like, start, like, hiding it under my kilts. And I was like, I thought I asked you not to say this out loud. My apologies, I forgot. Uh, I uh, also did the, you the pleasure of uh, filling this out, and he hands you a few kind of small little pieces of parchment paper. I take them and, like, ram them in the book that's under my kilt now. How hey. obvious is this? Like, is this very clearly, like, he's trying to hide it, but he's just, like, shoving it in his pocket? Uh, Onyx, you want to make a stealth check? Casimir's not being stealthy, so you've got that to deal with, but... Yeah, not super uh, stealthy. I mean, he's trying, he's obviously, like, concealing something is, is probably what you would be able to get out of that. He's... I'm gonna get it. Can I go snatch it? No. Alright. Uh... You need to go grabbing around under his kilt? Oh my goodness. Yep. I feel like, ooh, what you got there? Uh, Let me see. Do you want to try to make an... Uh, slide a hand check. I just, like, hold him down and grab it? That's... <laughs> oh, you can try. Battle of the brawn on this one. Yeah, to be fair, I don't think she's being stealthy at all. I think she's like, here, give me that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, I guess it would be Onyx if you want to make a perception check against her sleight of hand to see if you notice her trying to grab it. Sure. Well, neither of you are doing so great, but Onyx is a little too focused, so you're able to snatch mostly the book as he's like. I've got the book. No, I've got the papers, not the book. Yeah, you've you had already put the book away, and she like grabs the book while you hold the papers from Casimir. I'll hold it up and flip through it. What is this? Uh, let me make sure. Let me see if you like, like a um, Gaston holding up Bell's books. Hazardly flipping through, you know? Not looking at all. Not really. I'm just teasing him. It is like large, <laughs> uh, kind of like loopy sort of runic writing that you do not recognize. Okay. I didn't know you were much into books. That's cute. I snatch it back from her and be like, I'm not. And I ram it back under my kilt. Pissed. <laughs> Very angry at this point. Okay. Alright, I'll leave it alone. Ooh, touchy. Casimir is, uh... Well, I, um... Uh, hope that uh, works well for you. Did as best as I could in the amount of time that I had. I stop off to go read them, read the notes, but by myself, very much so by myself. Got it. Casimir, that seems highly impolite of you if he asked you to be quiet about it with his personal things. I'm sorry, I forgot. I was, you know, reading and whatnot. What if I forgot to give you your maps back? I would probably be similarly upset. It's understandable. I'm not slighting him for his behavior. I'm just explaining why I wasn't paying attention. So I you're explaining and not right apologizing. Back. I apologize for being uh, impolite. I don't think you need to be apologizing to me. 
And I'll gesture to where Anox just walked away. Yeah, figure it out. And he kind of sits down around the fire and uh, looks up at Briar. So, uh, breakfast, right? Oh, yeah, breakfast. Let's do this. I'm just going to put my game face on and get to cooking. I'm just shaking my head. What do I get out of it, though? <laughs> I was going to whisper it to you, but if you want me to say it. Oh, you can whisper it. That'd be great. I don't actually know how to whisper in Foundry. You can Maybe. just do it through Discord, too. You can just send a oh, message. Yeah, sure. I guess. Did she manage to feel that other thing that's underneath my kilt? Not like not it. that way, my my knife. <laughs> Probably not. Hell yeah. She might have been trying to avoid it. it. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and say that I was tactfully avoiding anything else that may be hidden under there. <laughs> alright, alright. I didn't realize I was gonna sound until after I said it, but you know. We're having potatoes and eggs and whatever meat I have to have left over. With hot peppers. With hot peppers. It'll be a good scramble, you know? Alright. Casimir's like sitting next to the fire and he still has his mage armor activated. He's just sitting. Can I can I walk over while Briar's cooking and kind of like sit cross-eyed or cross-legged and like kind of just sit directly across from Casimir and just be like, so don't you think it's odd that the mind you're taking us to just happens to be the Mind Flayer's mind? No, not really. I mean, it makes sense that uh, places like that would have been... Uh... Would have had undesirable elements uh, into them. I expect the rest of the places that we go to will have various unsavory elements within them. Can I do an insight check? Okay. Seems like he's being truthful. All right. All right. So, if you guys would like to take a short rest, I I assume that's what you guys are are doing now before we head off. Yeah, and I'm putting a uh, pot of water on to heat, and I'm gonna make myself some little cup of tea. Oh yeah, are you making yourself a cup of tea? Yep. Would you like to use the Alore root thing that I have created for you? I would. I figure out how to pronounce that. I had no idea. Yeah, we're just making it up. Like Uluru. <laughs> 
and Lori. <laughs> That's like a shitty battle cry. Uluru! <laughs> Snow, I, uh, you are down seven hit points. Would you like to spend a hit die? Yes. If our intention is to go into the mine. Yes. Also cooked, so you can roll a d8. That's, uh... Oh, yeah, let's eat first. 1d20 plus proficiency. Um, plus uh, ability check, right? Sure. Uh, what was it? Eat first. No, you are back to full hit points. Hot dog. Hot dog. You have advantage on your check. You brew a perfect cup of a Lori Root too. The mm, smell is quite bitter, and the rest of you kind of around the fire as he's preparing it. It is, uh, it, has, it smells very odd, I would say. Ooh, can I try that? Uh, I'll have you know that uh, it is possible to be poisoned from this, so you might want to be careful. What is it? Uh, this is uh, Lori Root. It's um, used in in high society, I'll have you know. Pour oh. all my little fake mustache, and then I'll take a sip. Since you're just doing a little bit, uh, it's it's very bitter, but you don't get enough to get like the the full effect of it. Doing a little bit. That sounds very druggish, but okay. It is a drug. Nuts. Is that with advantage? Technically, I guess technically caffeine is also a drug, so there you go. Yeah, it's kind of like that, but this means you trip balls if you do it right. Oh, okay. Hot dog. Phew. An advantage. See, there you go. Thank goodness for that. Apparently, tripping balls. Right. He does, as he finishes the cup, you notice him kind of like fall into a trance almost. Right. My uh, eyes kind of roll back up in my head a little bit, and um, uh, my body gets uh, very still, very relaxed. And I want to try to scry on the illicit. All right. Let's see.
You have heard of the target, so the save is plus five. You threw away a possession of the Elithid. What is your spell save DC? Thirteen. travels a bit further and tries to uh, find your uh, the target of your desires almost for like brief snippets and kind of like flashes you can see just this like form of this creature tentacles from its face and, and like swirling mist surrounding it but it never crystallizes you're never you're not quite able to see it fully do i get any any sense of a better sense of of um what it looks like sure see a villainous creature clad in gray it is totally foreign to you unlike anything you have ever seen is there anything else anyone would like to perform over the short rest uh, as, you know, it takes a minute or so as you all watch Javid kind of like enter this trance and then he awakes from it, his eyes are kind of go back into view and sits up straighter. Um. Well, I wasn't able to uh, learn anything more about the, the Illithid, but I'm feeling very alert. And uh, I do not think we will be surprised any time in the next hour. As he's blinking and coming to kind of be like, Where, where'd you go, bud? I cast my mind out to, to see if I could learn more of the uh, mind flare that uh, we are likely to come across. I did not get a full view of it but I have I have seen his face and it is a horror I drink the tea while I see horrors possibly why are you not warn me about that man <laughs> it's different for everyone I can't tell you what you will see depends too on what you want to see Sounds like this one toad we have back home. Like, if you lick it, then some weird shit happens. Yeah, it's very much like that. 
you should warn people before they try that, man. Like, like, Diggory did that one time, and oof. He was, like, running around naked for, like, three days, man. Yes, I have also heard of this uh, Allure route. It is um, illegal most everywhere. Makes sense that we would run into some smugglers up here with it. Good place to get out of prying eyes. So you asked what we wanted to do for short rest, and um, Dimitari is really upset for Anox about the book thing, just because she understands how that can be pretty precious um, and, and personal. So um, she is prestidigitating very sneakily, um, like a buzzing noise, like a fly is going around Casimir's head for the next hour, um, just out of spite. Kind of, and just just like you know, the buzzing stops for a second, and then just when he stops paying attention to it, it kind of comes back, and he's it's like right in his ear almost. Uh, can you give me a sleight of hand check? disadvantage. He does not know that you're casting the spell. He does not... doesn't realize what it is coming from. I'm gonna uh, mind link with Onox for a second and just go look at that shit. That's what he gets. I'm gonna like crumple the papers to my chest real quick and like look around to see if anybody's around me because I'm like still off like reading. Oh, I didn't realize you were off-reading. Alright, whatever. This is purely for my enjoyment, then. It takes me a long time to read. Yeah, towards the end of the short rest, I'll come stomping back into the camp. Unhappy. The goblin, your captive, has not awoken. So, I have... During the short rest, I did put manacles on him, though. Um, so he should be restrained. And I didn't, while I stabilized him, he really can't walk, so I did not fix that particular injury in his ankle. about the terrain like do we have to go back down onto the path or is it possible to kind of continue over these like kind of rift or ridges like up top of the path you could there, there's a way to kind of maneuver in the direction that you need to go without going onto the, the road basically and, and some 
I hesitate to call it a road, but yes, there is a way to get over there. It, it'll be a little bit more difficult, uh, but you should do it. Suggest we stay off the road. All right, I'll scout then for uh, goat trails or whatever we could uh, take to take us in the direction of the uh, the mine uh, that are off the the trail, so that we are not uh, where they may expect us. Can I tie the goblin to Ted? Just like kind like of lay him over. over. His back and like tie yeah. his hands underneath. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. We've checked to make sure he didn't have weapons, right? I mean, he did have weapons, but you took them away. All he had was a bow, because he had already thrown down his scimitar. Well, if we're going on the top of the ridge, can Ted make it? It is tough, so I am going to need you guys uh, to make some acrobatics or athletics checks for me. And this is going to be uh, a group check, basically. Can I auto pass because of my spider climb? Yes, I don't need to do that one. <laughs> uh, but everyone else, I need acrobatics or athletics checks. Casimir is going to cast guidance on himself. Who's rolling for Ted? Um, I can nice. add him an extras. What? Hope the rest of you guys did well, because Casimir did not. I will pull up. I'll pull up Ted. I'll roll for Ted. I can cast Guidance on Ted, so he can have an extra d4. Very important to keep the horse safe, even though he probably doesn't like me. What are we trying to do? Acrobatic Not short the... check to kind of traverse the the kind of rocky terrain. Uh, you cast Guidance on Ted. Yeah, so he's a d4 on top of that. Alright, so Casimir rolled an 8 and 2, so he got a 10. Uh, Ted rolled a nat 1 for a total modified 5. I could just fly. I would really. I would also say that you don't really need to do it. You have the ability to. <laughs> Couldn't you just carry Casimir? Like he's 120 pounds, right? Or 150 or something like that? She carry him for a while. Carry him, yeah. I rolled Definitely. like a 25 on strength. So. I would say yeah, that, you... yeah, you can carry Casimir over any like rough thing. Uh, Ted, however, not doing well. 
Uh, but with uh, Onyx pass, Demetari did not pass, Javid, Bright passes. On average, you guys are, are able to uh, pass the check. Uh, and as you guys are traveling, kind of with like Briar and, and Amber assisting you guys, where like you get to a point uh, where it starts to get a little bit sketchier, like Briar almost like flies underneath and kind of like lifts you up over like a couple of obstacles. Uh, you guys are able to maneuver towards the caves at Casimir's direction. I'd like us all to uh, travel as quietly as possible as well. I would like for everyone to give me stealth checks, and this one is everybody needs to do a stealth check. Did you say you want to take a break, Emily? Um, That's a quick one. Yeah, um, so but if we're doing stealthy, then I can't fly. Can't fly when you're being stealthy? Oh, I guess it is loud. It's like helicopter wings. <laughs> it's very loud. <laughs> to imagine that scene um i forgot the name of that movie but it's like the da 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 yeah i i can't i can't imagine you're like basically announcing your presence <laughs> and you're holding casimir like <laughs> i guess no, trey you're, you're rolling for snow is it oh yeah I'm just over here throwing boulders down the hill. It is, uh, let's make, let's make. To be fair, Javid said he would be, like, way out in front. So it could be, like, he's all stealthy. And then, like, you know, a little bit further back, you have this very loud helicopter flying fairy. A cat throwing boulders just off the, <laughs> for fun. And this horse stumbling around everywhere. Yeah, just as much as I hate to admit it, I just, like, see a rock and have to smack it over the side just because it's so close. I just, like, have to push it off. Alright. And I think this is where we will take probably about a ten minute break. I'll see you guys back here in a minute. Hell yeah.
So, it takes you about three or so hours of travel across these like craggy rocks, and, and the whole time you can kind of see this like twisting little goat path almost as it maneuvers through the mountains. And on, eventually, you arrive at what is. As far as you can tell, the mouth entrance of the mine. Uh, is the goblin still asleep? Uh, well, at this, he's about to, at this point he wakes up, yes. Getting to the mines is about four hours, which is when he was going to wake up. Uh, looking down at it, you can see that it is uh, this kind of like nestled in a narrow, short ravine. Lots of like mining carts and boxes and pallets and things in this small area. And at the edge, where a portion of the goat track ends, there are two small wooden towers on either side, a palisade of uh, wooden poles in the center forming a small wall. In the center of the wall, kind of poking his head out over it, you see a tall ogre eyeing the road. He does not seem to have noticed you, but he's watching the road intently. Is our goblin friend gagged? The goblin begins mm -hmm. to stir and he kind of on the back of Ted. Shifting and kind of making noise. Can I like kind of grab him and take him like away? Like kind of far further back a ways. Where you guys are, you're kind of you're you're pretty far removed. You're just looking down at the opening of the, the mines. You would, I think you would be able to tell that, you know, you just pull them behind a couple rocks here on your little uh, path that you've made for yourselves and it's out of, out of earshot of the ogre, most likely. How did you know where we were? Uh, uh, the boss, he was the one who told us where to go. We knew we had to check on the other group and the master said that there was somebody out here who uh, took him out figured it was you guys so the so who who's the boss well you killed him his name was Rinja and he told you to, to come and kill us well the master said there was somebody out here taking us out and this was a you were right next to the last spot it took us a little bit to look around to find you but we found you eventually Why? Why were you going to take us alive? Well, the master, we tried to take everyone alive for him. Not much use to him dead. Are there other groups out looking? Oh yeah, there are lots of us. You're in trouble. How many? Many. How do you communicate? Uh, we don't. I just kind of figure it out. 
Well, you said you talked to the boss. When did you talk to the boss? Last night. We left the, uh, the mines. Also, the boss came with us. The master is the one who stays behind. Deep underground. And how do you communicate with the master? I've never talked to him. He just sort of looks at people and then he tells them what to do. And you just drag groups back into the mines? Yeah, mostly it's goblins so far, but we're, we're moving on to bigger and better stuff. And why is the ogre looking out at the mines? What ogre? Is there normally an ogre in front of the mines? Oh, yeah, they're guards. And why are you working with ogres and troglodytes? The master says it makes us strong. And... You don't question any of this. No, I understand that he is right. We must follow him. Well, unless anybody comes over and does anything, if she's by herself with them, she's just gonna, you know, kind of unveil her fangs and just, like, bite right into them. Oh my god. Alright, you can, uh, I don't know, make an attack roll. Yep, that'll do it. So she just drains all of his energy and leaves him in a husk. He's like, ah, she's eating me, uh, perishes in front of you. Do any of us notice this? This little withered husk. Um. Well, I would have done it if I was up by myself, so I was like, I was imagining I took him, like, away. The rest of you are all kind of watching the ogre and the camp and keeping an eye out. Ted was over here, and Ted's just kind of, like, eating a bush and, watched, and watching you. Doesn't look like anything to him. Okay, after that, I'll rejoin the party and say, yeah, he he didn't have any... Okay, here we go. No more, or no, no additional facts. Uh, they were just a group looking to bring in more. How far is the uh, the master in the, the cave? Right inside, or deep, or... They didn't know when we asked. Well, um, do you know this big ugly fella? He said they're the guards. This one was one of the uh, shallower broomstone mining operations up here. So, uh, unless he's uh, within the uh, underdock, then there's probably not too far. Does does your map show different ways in? No, it's not really that kind of map. It's, uh, you know, the general area around it. And this, this location is marked upon it. There might be other ways in, I don't know. We should not go in the front door. Matari, can your birdie friend look for other entrances? She sure can try. Um, I mean, does Casimir? Do you 
know any other entrances, even though it's all on the map. Surely someone's told you. Like, what, is there any general direction she could start in? This isn't... No one's told me anything. No one's. No one I ever spoke to has been here ever. This isn't a place that people go. Alright, well, um... I mean, it's the middle of the day. With an owl, so, like... I mean, if they're gonna be... Those other group of, pe of uh, goblins, I think they were, they were onto her being there, so, like... Do you think that it would be suspicious that I have an owl flying in the middle of the day again? Or is it worth the risk? It's suspicious to me. Does this mine look like it's, like, operating at all? Like, normally, like, wait, don't they have, like, you know, ways in which they bring stuff in and out? Like, like can you he we hear anything going on? Or is it, like, completely dead? We don't hear anything. As far as you could tell, it is quiet. However, you note that the ogre, a little bit too far for you to hear exactly what his words are, but he does appear to be speaking grumblings quietly. I mean, we're looking for an entrance? She shouldn't fly in front of the ogre? Maybe there's a back entrance. Can she look for that? Yeah, um, I'll ask Wanda to try to be stealthy. Um, you know, stick to shade shadows and basically find a unmanned entrance something that we could hopefully get to without disturbing any of the guards okay are there any like like, looking over the edge away from the ogre, are there any, like, the thin cutout on the road that makes it look like more of a bridge section? Or is it all just, like, solidly cut into the cliff face? Uh, it is, like, cut into the cliff face. So you're, like, looking at uh, a cliff. And then at the base of this, like, face itself is where the mining operation kind of goes into it. Oh, no, I meant the road that approaches it, like, around the corner, because it, uh, there's, like, the a bend. It goes straight into it, like, up to the, the, uh, palisade. Okay, I got you. On the upper portion that we're on, is it, like, like, a smooth slanted grade or are there like overhangs and stuff that like it's, reach out yeah there's like overhangs and like you know rough spots to get down it's it is not an easy climb so i'm looking for more like that j shape how there's kind of like that flat portion on the top 
like erosion and stuff has taken out a chunk of the wall and there's like that overhang that overhangs like the mouth or like the area down below there are a few around here like that definitely some underneath you you're you know about 30 or 40 feet above the uh, the like mine entrance area Is there anything that like overhangs like that, like near where the wall and where the ogre is and stuff like that? Yes, there is. There is like a spot up there where kind of if you were to maneuver carefully, you could get kind of above the the mine itself behind the ogre. It would be difficult, but possible. None of us are really at our full strength right now, so I say that we find a good place to hole up and then possibly go at this tomorrow. I mean, we could we could spend some time. I mean, I could I'm I'm fine. So, I could spend some time kind of looking like Wanda, if Wanda can find an entrance, I could, you know, maybe kind of cuz I can walk up and down. Maybe see if I can find some type of entrance or Maybe a river that flows into the, the mining, just like some way we could get in. Like, I don't think we should just stop. I think we need to find a way to get in that's not the front door. I agree in that sense. Um, I think for my character, she would probably want to spend an hour basically changing Wanda from an owl to a bat so that we have um, better vision. Um, but that's just, that's, that's all I'm really worried about. I had a thought. I could disguise myself as, let's say, a hobgoblin. Try to go in and, and scout inside the mine. Uh, tell the ogre that the master sent me to come in, open the door, let me in, and I'll go in and take a look and see what it looks like. I don't... That's very risky. I don't know if you're gonna get by. These are smart goblins. I just don't think that would work. To mention, it seems like they might be psychopathic. Yeah, but even, even a, a mentally enhanced ogre is not gonna be terrifically smart. I... These are v much smarter than than we're used to. I don't... It's very risky. I would rather stealth around to find a back entrance. Because if you get caught, you could very well die. You put everybody else at risk. Right now, they don't know we're here. It's very, very risky. I, I, I would not, I would not advise. Yeah, and what Briar said about how they might be all linked would be concerning, because I, I don't personally know much about mind flayers, but if they all, I, I don't know if you know Azrael, but if somehow they're all linked to the master, and he can tell that you are not linked, that might be a problem. 
But I don't think they are because they needed that stone. Well, my players have a hive mind. Yeah, but the their uh, uh, whatever you call the things they they uh, convert a recruit or anything the apparently thralls. don't. The thralls, things. I mean, we just. We don't know for sure. And they're smarter. And... A better idea to get into the mine would be to sneak into a back entrance and run around. Walking up to the front is basically alerting them to our presence. So I... I, And another thing is, if you walk up alone, is that a problem? Because... From what we understand, they're working in groups, right? You can like, tell them that I'm I'm the sole survivor. Right. Oh, right. yeah. That's one not about it. Right. I I think they know of the groups, though, don't they? Yeah, there was a lot. He didn't even know how many there were. Do you have a backup plan if things go wrong, like a quick escape no. plan? Yeah, no. I. I, I think trying to stealth to find a back entrance is just smarter. It's, you know, you, you can be stealthy, you can be quiet, you, we can, you know, kind of run around to see if we can find a way in. It's just safer, especially since, you know, if you get caught, you die. We could also pick mm-hmm. them off, like, poke it, like, poke the ogre see who comes out, pick off small groups as they come out to kind of whittle down their numbers before we start working our way in. I really think we should not take them head on. It's dangerous and it's a bad idea. I'm not talking about stealth operation. I'm not talking about going in. I'm just talking about poke them out here, lead them back, get a couple, three, you know, pick them off in small groups before we go in. Right, but that would alert them of where we are. And if it's like a hive, then surely it's it's I don't know, you've got you kill a few worker bees, they let other worker bees know, and then you've got like all these worker bees coming in cuz they're protecting the queen and then we're screwed. Yeah. We should not lose rats and that's going to be a horde and fuck that. Yeah. And, and right now we have you know, the element of surprise and stealth on our side. They don't know we're here. Yep, that's what definitely what last night taught us is that we they don't know we're here. They don't know we're here, right now. Really didn't, because he said he just was looking for whoever killed the other one. Yeah, so they didn't know we were there. They were just trying to find a way up. Like they were just trying to find the groups that killed the people, and we just happened to be right up above. Operating under the assumption that he told us the truth. Well, if we're so worried about if whether or not they know where we are, wouldn't it be a good plan to camp out for a bit just to see if they will come to us? If they do, then we know that they know where we are, and if they don't, then we might have the element of surprise. And then also the us that got injured, we might be able to recover. Yeah, I, I think we can camp out, but I think we should look for an entrance while we're capped out. So we'll have a base... Wanda can go out and try to find an entrance. I can go out and try to find an entrance. Um, you know, we, we can 
have you know a way to look around dm you know? is there is there any way i can like sift through the folds of my mind like meditate for a minute to see if like anything not me is there like if in your head yeah like tying to the stone would that have done anything to me or like are all of my memories mine like that sort of thing um Have I had any weird dreams ever since looking at that stone? You know, like, normally it would be my core eye spirit coming to me. Has there been any change in that? Nope. You guys were unaffected, as far as you can tell. Well, um... Probably a good idea to um, uh, hang out, get a sense for how many parties are coming and going, uh, and look for an alternate entrance. What about Snow? Is Snow injured, or can Snow go out? Snow is at full health. What if Azriel and Snow went out to kind of scout for ways, back ways into the mines. I'm, I'm pretty, um, I mean, I'm in, I'm in good shape. I'm in good condition. I can scout as well. Can you climb up and down rough cliffs? Yeah, I climb real good. Yeah, that, that's why I suggest the snow and Azrael. They can go up and down cliffs without much issue. Plus, I'm a stealthy boy. Um, that way you could, like, maybe watch the ogre and see if anybody's coming in and out of the mines. Are we mm -hmm. setting up camp here, or are we just, like, sitting? Yeah. Well, we can take a short rest here if we want, and maybe Snow and Azure can find a better way to camp, or that, uh, Wanda, excuse me. And find someone our own to camp, but like right now, we don't even know what's around. I think we need to mm, kind of learn what's around before we do anything. Uh, where we're standing outside this like entrance, is it like woody, cliffy, rocky? It's like it's cliffs. Okay, so really rocky. All right. Yeah. A lot of crevices. A rat could hide. Lots. Yeah, I think we just need to operate under the assumption of being watched by this mind players pack of rats.
Okay, so are you guys good on the just kind of scouting and watching? All right. I'll uh, set myself up a little. little, Hidden spot where I can observe the the uh, the gate and um, wait for things to happen. Before everyone leaves to do their own thing, I'd like to ask. So, what are what is our plan? Are we trying to avoid the mind flayer? Trying to get the materials that Casimir needs? Like, what are we gonna do when we run if we run into the mind flayer? What, what do we really know what we're gonna do when we go in there? We have been hired by Casimir to take him to the Underdark. That is our mission. To do said mission we need to go through this mine. Ideally, we would bypass the mine player. Okay, so I was under the assumption, I guess, that the Underdark and the mines were the same thing. Alright, um... But if we do run into the mine player, what, we just try our best to kill this really powerful being, or... That is what we have been hired to do. Good luck, everybody. Best to avoid. Alright, uh, Casimir, are you gonna possibly do any of the work this go-round? Or, I mean, uh, we're I'm, just gonna kinda... I've hired you. Once we get inside and I'm able to inspect some of the things and look around a bit, that'll be my work. Uh, but this is, um... Well, not that I'm blaming you or anything, but considering the amount of work that's going into this and the uh, several lives that are at stake if we were to run into this Mind Flayer, I think that we should discuss um, a change in payment. Uh, This is a much bigger job than I think we originally agreed to. Unfortunately, that uh, you'll have to discuss with someone else at the end. That is your deal with the fortune hunters. The Everhold Institute has a uh, large investment with them ahead of time um, that we draw from when we perform jobs. Uh, but your payment comes from the fortune hunters, not us. Alright, um, I just hope that you will vouch for us when that time comes. Yes, um... You do note that if I come back dead, uh, your pay will be severely reduced. Try not to die, um, and we'll handle the rest, I guess. I, uh, will leave you to it. Alright. Uh, for everyone who is... Searching. Can I get a perception check? So people who are looking for other entrances. I'm gonna cast guidance on myself just to get an extra D4. Okay. Uh, Fourteen. 
I'm gonna roll up the four chain shirts that I have at this point, or the four chain mail pieces that I have, and put them in my personal backpack at this point. I believe they're chain shirts. You've been saying chain mail unless something's changed. No, they're chain shirts. Chain mail shirts. I mean, they're definitely chain shirts on you, right? And goblin size. Yeah, they're goblin size. Wait, so I thought we were up top, on top of, like, looking over. Is that not true? That is true. Uh, yeah, they're chain shirts. I just looked it up. Alright, so Briar, Asriel, and Wanda are going. Oh, I should roll for snow. Sorry. There you go. The four of you kind of fan out and begin crisscrossing the hills above. Uh, can I get an athletics or acrobatics check from Snow? Uh, and Briar, unless if you are not flying, then I also need one from you. Briar and Snow, the uh, two of you kind of have trouble kind of maneuvering the the cliffs and and the like, you know, steep rocky portion, looking down on the mine entrance. Uh, it's slow going, slow travel, and takes you hours to even just kind of move around to the other side, uh, out of view of the ogre. About two hours of searching, and kind of the, the four of you with Wanda kind of arcing overhead, high above, and kind of the little bit of the clouds, there's this like mist that rolls over. Ezreal, you spot what appears to be a narrow, this would be squeezing for you, uh, shaft that runs down towards where you believe the mine is. Wafting up, you see a little kind of like a stream of smoke that comes out just barely out of this hole. Uh, you smell meat. Can I see to the bot? Like, can I tell? Like, can I? Like, if I look down the shaft, can is it just darkness, or can I see anything? It's You're not quite sure. Can I... Do I see Wanda at all? Uh, Wanda's... Yeah, I'd love you somewhere. Can I kind of try to signal towards her? Wanda kind of flies over and lands on a stone near you, kind of looking down at it, like greens her wing for a second and a little sunken face stares at you. Uh, I, I point to the shaft, like kind of gesturing for her to go in without saying anything. Like... Wanda kind of hops over to it and then drops down, disappearing from view. Uh, can I get can a I stealth check for Wanda? 
A little while later, Wanda kind of out and lands on the stone next to you and preens her wing again, kind of like cleaning some of the soot from the smoke off of. Does she look okay? Like, does she look injured at all? Looks fine. Um, I'm gonna make my way over to uh, Demetari. Alright, so you're heading back to the... the Yeah, and I'll, if I see any of the others, I'll kind of signal, like, come with me. Alright. Javid, can I get a perception check from you? Demetari and Onox, what are you two doing? I'm basically just big chilling. Um, honestly, if he's with me, able to protect me, then I probably would be looking through um, Wanda's eyes. What's your range on that? Oh, uh, it's only like 120 Wanda's feet, I think. Gone. You cannot see what Wanda's saying. Well, um... Well, if if it's just me and Onox, then... Right? It's just me and you? I think Casimir. Oh, okay. So he knows. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Alright, so... What is your whole thing? Like, what's, what's your opinions on, like, what we should be doing with our dead? The dead don't matter. Okay. So... I just want you to know and like I like reach for my spell book and I'll just be like no pressure but you know we I recognize you've got a really special book there this is my special book I guess what I'm trying to say is is like if you ever need some extra help with it I'll basically I'll show you mine if you show me yours and then it's like we can't blackmail each other. So it seems like you and Casimir kind of have something going on and like I respect those boundaries, but you know, you know, if you ever if you ever need assistance then Casimir's given me all I needed for it. But I appreciate right. you. Well, it's, it's nice to see another well-read person in the party. It's good stuff. He kind of like puffs up his chest that well read, the mention of well read. He kind of like goes over to Casimir. Actually, I am going to discuss with Casimir about some some of the book stuff, like what the glyphs mean and like what what all of it would be. I'll politely walk away. Uh, I trust you, uh, did my research or translating, uh, help? So, I mean, the, I don't need translation. I can read it. I just don't know what it means. I don't know, like, what the words mean. Like, what, what is this trying to say? It's like a book of words that don't tell a story. Um, each section and the uh, art, uh, what I mentioned to you in my uh, 
notes I gave you, uh, lettuce, which kind of sounds silly when I say it aloud, but uh, it was his name. Uh, it is, appears to be research into the uh, power of runes and, and uh, imbuing objects with uh, magical power through them. It's uh, terribly interesting. Uh, I wouldn't mind, uh, if you're not using it later, uh, having another go at it. Uh, I mean, everybody knows about it now, so I mean, I guess you can... As long as it always comes back to me, I just need to know more about it because I think this this is my answer that I've been looking for. I just can't make heads or tails of what it's trying to tell me. Yeah, well, you see, and he kind of looks over to like point out some of the stuff on some of the pages. Um, each one of these is, is a rune, and um, well, there's this uh, other information that details uh, what powers it grants to things that the rune is placed upon. Kind of interesting. But it doesn't work like this, and I like start to summon like a ray of frost in my hand to like kind of ice over my hands and stuff like this doesn't require runes or anything like that so that these don't make sense on why runes are required it's just a different uh, type of magic i suppose you know with, with your your frosty ray there uh it requires you to trace a sigil in the air or say a word or perform an action uh, runes just require something different I just kind of like scratch my head and like listen intently like a tutor, tutor-y type situation and keep going over, asking repetitive questions. And he just kind of, he's explaining to you each one of the runes, the fire rune, the frost rune, uh, some of the other ones that he found. Um, what I might recommend if you're really interested in uh, learning more about it is you might try to find the author. The uh, cloud giants, they're somewhat hard to locate, but uh, wherever you got this book from, the people there might know where it came from. <laughs> he, he would have no idea where this book came from. The person we got it from is not talking worthy anymore. Well, too bad, I suppose, uh, with this sorts of thing. Uh, whenever I run into issues with uh, my research, I always... Try to talk to the author. Alright. You said lettuce? Like yes. like, like the leaf? Lettuce? It's possible the uh, pronunciation is different in giant, but that that is the uh, what it looked like in, as far as the uh, inscription. Alright. Well, thank you for your help, and I'll lend it to you on the at, and during the night, but I really want it back because it could, this could be my answer. Whenever I uh, want to look at it again, I'll definitely come out. Just slab squatting like nobody's business over here talking to him about it. A few hours have passed. Javid, looking down, the ogre, who was watching the uh, outside of the palisade, and suddenly note he's gone. A few moments later, the palisade kind of like shifts and you realize that a portion of it appears to be a gate. And as it does so, coming out from uh, just outside of your view, some rocks down on the goat path, you spot two ogres and about six goblins. Slung over one of the ogres' shoulders is a small humanoid figure. The party kind of marches slowly up the path through the gate. The gate shuts behind them 
and they disappear into one of the tunnels. Um, uh, I'm confused. They were coming out or they are going in? They're going in. Going in. Thank you. About uh, a few moments later, you see kind of coming down over the rocks on the other side, Asriel and the rest of the scouts return to your position. You guys have been here for about three or so hours, so it's around midday-ish. Did Wanda come back too? Yes, Wanda returns as well. I have a, I guess, a mechanics question. So if I were to have sat down in one of those hours as a ritual to try to change her over to a bat, she would need to be around me in order to do that, right? Uh, I believe that involves, like, recasting the spell. Right, so, like, yeah, okay, I guess in theory that wouldn't work because I wouldn't know when she was done, so never mind. I was gonna just, like, after she finished scouting out, change it over, but... I wouldn't know Why that until she got back. Um, well, I figured because we didn't really know the lighting situation, so I was going to try to make it to where um, having blind sight might end up being more helpful to avoid the mind. I mean, as an owl, Wanda is going to be better at seeing things. 120 feet of dark vision and a bonus to stealth and advantage on perception checks, which I actually don't think you'd be doing, would make Wanda a lot better as a, an owl. Geared blind sight would be better, like in complete darkness, and wouldn't that like it's it's echolocation, right? Like I just assumed that. Um, yeah. Even if something were to happen, uh, they would still be able to know where things are, worst case scenario, unless I mean, they were deafened. Wanda can see further, just in general, twice the distance that a bat could. Uh, and with advantage on hearing and sight, that gives Wanda, even in pitch black, Wanda still has just a straight roll of a perception check. So that's pretty good. All right, well then I'll just, I'll keep it as an owl then. Owl. All right. Gazimir kind of moves over to your group. Did you find uh, another entrance like you were looking for? There's a small shaft. Maybe a cooking tunnel? Wanda proceeded down. And then I look at Demetari. Wanda informs you that it uh, opened into some kind of chamber where there were goblins who appeared to be cooking. How many goblins did she see? Two. I like 
kitchen. It's just like the chimney. Did they see her? Snow, are you around me? Yeah, they're all back. Oh, okay. Then yeah, I'll ask her. Uh, not that Wanda knows. Could we maybe go in at night? They wouldn't be cooking at night. Is the shaft big enough for all of us? We have to squeeze one by one. Can we reasonably get there without making a lot of noise? It would take a while. But yes. Also, is the shaft vertical or? Was it vertical? It is a vertical shaft. Put a rope down. Alternatively, we could close the shaft and the next time they fired up fires, it would smoke them out. That's not a bad option. Then how do we get in? Well, the smoke will travel out somewhere. Who knows? Maybe there is another entrance. The smoke will show us. I mean, they'd put it out pretty quick. We'd have to make it look like a natural cause so that they wouldn't be suspicious about why the shaft was closed. If somebody Just... could, like, toss a fireball down there, that'd be really dope. I mean, I can collapse it further down in so it's not, like, done right at the opening. It would be loud, but... It would just be me there, and then I could retreat to a different place, so when they came to look at it, it would just look like a cave-in. But we'd still need to get in. And you're thinking the cooking shaft is the best way in? Yes, we go at night. They wouldn't be cooking. We go quietly, get in, they're sleeping, find a way to get to the Underdark. Stealthily. But I thought we already discussed that Ogres and such are nocturnal. Goblins. Wait. Did we establish ogres were nocturnal? Um, I do believe that you guys... Because, I mean, it's during the day and there's a goblin sitting at the gate. I think you guys determined that ogres were nocturnal. So what, this ogres on the night shift? Could we not um, kill the two goblins and possibly scout out from there? Well, I'm, I think we should go in when they're not there. That's the idea. But we don't know where that leads, right? Like, what if the cooking chamber leads straight into another larger chamber where maybe other ogres or goblins are at? I don't know. We saw one room. So my thought is we kill them so that Wanda can honestly go through in the room and then scout out and hopefully go unnoticed and see what else is going on in there. I agree. Wanda should should scout out through there. Um, ideally, we can sneak in when no one's in the room. 
Casimir's been stabbed. So Javid almost died. Briar's hurt. You're pretty much the only one that's untouched. I'm, I'm not saying one... go now. I'm saying we go in when they're not there. That could be two days from now. But we need to go in when they're not there. So I have an idea. What if we do something to draw them out? Like, make something down the way that they need to investigate and pull out a large amount of people. That's an idea. Because I think the problem is doesn't matter if they're in there or not. Once we are in there, we are not getting help. That is a squeeze too. So the only way that we would be getting help at all is the front door. Realistic. We can look for another entrance. That's why I think we block it up where there's a fire going on. Like we could. Onyx goes in and collapses it halfway down. It looks like it caved in naturally. Because you know, it folded here's at the top. It's questionable. But then we pull him out, and then we retreat, and then we watch for smoke. Because even if they put the fire out relatively quickly, smoke lingers for a long period of time. We need to find a stable place to stay, then. Yeah, because I can collapse it tonight, if that's what you want. Okay. We can't stay here? Right, well, actually, DM... Where we are right now, is this, like, a pretty, like, safe, like, place? Like, no one's going to just wander in? Like, is it kind of hard to get to? Yeah. You're, like, up on the cliffs above. It would be very difficult for someone to just stumble upon where you are now. I mean, so if we camp out here, you collapse in, and then we watch what happens? See if smoke starts coming out of a different area. Okay. So we'd be doing that right now, right? While they're cooking, while we can see the smoke. We could. Because, I mean, we can't really see the smoke if it's dark, right? Like, we'd probably have to do it in the daytime. Yeah, we'd want right. to do that in the daytime. Well, what we can do, since this is a hard place to get to, is we take two days. Tonight, we wait tonight, we don't collapse anything. Tonight, Wanda goes flying around and looks for light sources coming out of different entrances because they're going to have light no matter what, but most likely. And then if we don't find anything at that point, then the next day when they're cooking, we block the ships. Wanda could go in at night. Owls are nocturnal, and owl flying is not weird. She could go in the cave. Yeah. Uh I'm saying more of like an aerial check first to see if she just sees any light sources coming from somewhere else. She could do both. Right. They're probably we have being a... stealthy since they have a giant barricaded entrance. Uh, Dimitari, can you ask Wanda how long the shaft was? 56 inches. You say 52? 50 feet. Oh, okay. Alright, so are we collapse are we looking for a place to camp and collapsing the smoke shaft tonight? No. We Wait are, on the shaft. We are camping here. Tonight Wanda does scouts. Then 
tomorrow we collapse. Okay. Okay. Um, what I'm hoping is, is if Wanda can remember well enough, then maybe I can make a map of what she scouted so that we hopefully have some sort of idea of how all of these um, mines work. I know I'm not going to get a full thing, but that'll be the goal. At least have a direction from where the shaft enters to the nearest exit. For the rest, for the rest of the day, while there's still daylight out, I'm gonna be sifting components. What's that? Like looking for any sort of components. Okay, you're, going, you're going foraging. Yep, I'm foraging since we're just making camp here for the rest of the day, and it's only midday, so I've got time. All right, go ahead and give me a check with your herbalism kit. So, would that just be survival? Like, wisdom-based? Herbalism kit isn't something I can just click on. That would be... Uh, a... Yeah, just a survival check. Alright. You are able to find... Some, uh, a few simple-looking mosses and lichens and, and other things that you think might be useful in crafting a potion. Go and give me a 1d8. See how much you find. You find four gold worth. The rest of the day passes. Uh, about four or five hours later, as dusk is beginning to set, you see the two ogres return, as well as their retinue of goblins, and they leave the same way they arrived, out the mines, through the palisade, and down the goat track. Does it look like their weapons have been cleaned or anything? Uh, Javid cannot tell if they can't tell the difference. Looks pretty much the same. The only difference, obviously, is that the fellow slung over the ogre's shoulder, not there anymore. With my, like I assume we're encroaching on the nighttime activities, yeah, about nighttime. I'm gonna start my brewing process. Okay. Am I gonna need a fire? Uh, it does not require a fire to craft this potion. Hmm, cool. Go ahead and give me the detail. Unfortunately, 
with the extra care to kind of remain quiet and concealed in the cliffs above the mine, it doesn't quite work. The potion you make is more of a slurry, it doesn't quite take, but you are able, you think you would be able to retain them and, and probably refine them at a later date, just not tonight. Nighttime falls. So, what would you like to have Wanda do? Based off what we talked about, um, I'm assuming she'll be doing like an aerial scout first. Um, and then she's going to what, continue to try to find other entrances and, and try to, I guess, like, she's going to try to remember. Um, the passageways, and then report that back to me. Alright, go ahead and give me a perception check for Wanda. Um, this would be at advantage. Wanda kind of like silently disappears into the starry night. As this happens, you know, Casimir is kind of sitting there. He takes his little cap and kind of pulls it down over his eyes and just passes out over by Ted. Just waiting. An hour passes. Another hour passes. As you're watching down at the mine, you see the ogre has set up some torches illuminating his little kind of watch area. Still keeping an eye out. Another hour passes and another ogre comes out of the mine and they kind of swap out. You also watch as a third ogre comes out of one of the towers overlooking the small mine entrance. And it gets a big stretch. <sighs> Climbs down okay, off the cliff and heads into the mine. Another hour passes. Wanda returns and has not found any other entrances. Alright, guys, it seems like um, there's nothing else. Do you want to send her down into the um, kitchen shaft to scout out the um, chambers within? Um, yeah. Make more sense for an owl to come in the entrance. What is? I mean, like, I don't know if there's not going to be anyone there. You know. And it, I mean, if the entrance, if the shaft is wide enough, I would. I don't know. I think birds get stuck in the fluke all the time. I think it's yeah. Good. It's like a chimney. Yeah, yeah. She'll go straight in from where she went last time, and then um, basically the instructions I'll give her is if the goblins aren't there, then I guess venture out and see where the kitchen leads. And come back as soon as she sees someone. Like I, she, 
like stealth is above everything else, right? Like I would, I think that's what we agreed upon. So, all right, go ahead and give me a stealth check for Wanda, and I'll say you can do the advantage. All right, Wanda flies away again, and disappears. The night grows long. It's getting to be probably about midnight. Snoozing. I'm mm -hmm. gonna snooze. Do watches and all that. Can we take another long rest at this? It's been a full day, right? Yeah, it's been a full day. You guys have been, I mean, you haven't been resting basically so far today, but now it's nighttime. It's been, what is it? It's like the 16 hours or whatever since the last long rest. So realistically, you guys can now take another one. Okay, I'll do my normal second watch. I'll be more effective if I take last watch. So like first. Okay, so we're doing Briar, Dimitari, Javid. I think we should double up on watches. Like, I don't think one person should be by themselves. So, like, we could do, like... I'm at full health. I can take first watch. Um, I could take second with Briar. I'm second. Oh, you're second? Sorry, I was second with Dimitari. <laughs> So, just, uh, I think, again, another mechanics question. So, I shouldn't really be taking a long rest until, like, a full night's re sleep, right? Like, the first watch wouldn't be long enough, so I I'll, shouldn't I'll be taking it. I'll tell you when you can take a long rest. Alright. Um, so, a few hours into the evening, uh, probably during... Dimitari, probably during your watch, realistically. Wanda returns. She informs you that the kitchen was empty, and she was able to move around, see a few more rooms within the space. Beyond the kitchen, there was a dining hall. Beyond the dining hall, there was a sleeping area. But beyond that, she ran into a party of troglodytes and returned out the flu. So, once she hit the sleeping area, was the troglodytes resting? Or she left the sleeping area and found awake troglodytes? Uh, she left the sleeping area and found awake troglodytes. Did she see people currently sleeping? Or was uh, that just an empty... sleeping in the sleeping area. I'm going to be holding up like small pebbles and dropping them like to the ground from my height just to see how long it takes to fall like approximately five feet. 
do that a few times just to like kind of clock it in my head. It's quick. Indeed. I'm going to relate the information that I learned from Wanda to Azrael. I mean, she's on the same watch as me. What do you think we should do? I mean, it still doesn't seem like we have a way to get to the Underdark, right? Question for the DM. Did Casimir uh, say what these interests to the Underdark look like? Um, well, he, he knows that there is uh, this mine recorded having drilled into the Underdark, so that they, they did, there is an entrance to the Underdark somewhere underneath this mine. That was one of the reasons why he knows that this is a spot to check. We can't... Maybe we could turn back. There might... There might be other mines that we could check. don't want to fight a mind flare. There's no reason. Do you still have Casimir's map? At this point, I think he's got those back. Yeah, Do you maps. have your map? Yeah. Um, and I'll, I'll pull out my map and show her what I've done so far. Where else did Casimir the other spots were? Do I have that part written? Uh, you might have one of them. He marked a, another spot a little bit further to the north. How big would you say the opening to the mine is? Rough dimensions. Big. Big enough for an ogre to pass through it without stooping. How far Far to the north is the other one, the other spot that Casimir pointed out. Uh, three days by trails, and then probably twice that if you guys aren't traveling on the trails. We could blow up, or you know, blow the the shaft, distract these guys, and move on to the next mine and see if we have an access there. Turn to Onyx. Do you think you could collapse the entire church? Everybody else is asleep right now, right? Yeah, I yeah, it was just Demetari and Azrael that were awake right now. Yeah, everyone else is asleep. Oh, no. So... You think that all these mines are connected versus them each being in, like individually dug? I think the Underdark is connected. These mines have access, access or might have access to the Underdark. This mine and that mine are not connected. However, our goal is to get to the Underdark. If this is too dangerous, we could try another mine. Right. It seems like you know a lot about mine flayers. Um, would, I mean, if I was a mine flayer, 
I would want to be in the most beneficial mind that there is. So from that perspective, would I want to be near the Underdark? Do mind players want to be near the Underdark, DM? Um... I mean, I'm not sure that's where they live for the most part. Uh, most other creatures don't tolerate their presence, so they usually build kind of nests near the surface in the Underdark. Well, that's where they're from. As However, far as you know, yes, that is where they're from. However, the Mind Flayer is not our objective. Mind flares are bad. Agree. Maybe we could come back. Right, so... From what it sounds like, Casimir says there's only one entrance to the Underdark. There, no, there's more than one. He only knows of this one. But there were mm -hmm. others that might be... I mean, if you're willing, and and everyone else is willing to make a detour, uh, at least we know where this is and the possible um, entrance we could go in. But I don't know. I, I just if there's only one, and the mind flayer has uh, so the way that I think about it is like if Casimir only knows of one, and the mind flayer has happened to choose the one that Casimir knows about. What I would think is there would probably only be one, because what are the statistics of the Mind Flayer choosing the same one that Casimir's? Mind Flayer came from the Underdark, so we know that there is an access to the Underdark here. However, that doesn't mean that the other three mines don't have access to the Underdark. Uh, the other three mines do have. They're all mines that were marked as having tapped into the Underdark. Oh, okay. All broomstone mines that that reached the Underdark, basically. All right, all right then. Um, yeah, I mean, if the party is willing to do that, then yeah, it might be a better idea. And he knows of our whereabouts, though, so that might be a problem later. But it doesn't seem like he'll leave, so maybe. No, if he knows of specifically us, I think he knows that there was a group that was killing his hunters, his group of hunters. And the other group found us because we were by where that attack happened. I think the Mind Flayer wants specimens to get more powerful. That's what they do. He doesn't specifically want us. We can do this mission for Casimir and then deal with the Mind Flayer later. Right now, it's just eating goblins and the occasional human, but, you know, it, it, we can do that later. Um, I, yeah, I can't say that I feel like I would be strong enough to take on such a powerful being, but it is... It, it, it's alarming to know that the longer we wait, the more powerful it gets. So, I mean, as I think as long as we all come to that same decision to step away 
can come back later, then I'm I'm okay trying another mine. We we can talk about it. We we can definitely do damage to them by you know smoking them out. That's a good idea. But there's no reason to kill ourselves if we can't find a a good way in. DM, how many entrances did Wanda find? None. So just the main entrance and the shaft that leads from the kitchen? Alright, well, uh, if anything, maybe we can slow them down and kind of like what Onox was suggesting, we collapse these entrances so that maybe they don't they're not able to like get more recruits and they're having to deal with that and that gives us time hopefully to get to the underdark agreed we'll talk in the morning with with the group The evening departs, the sun begins to rise, and the rest of you awake. Long rest? Yes, you've taken a long rest. Casimir kind of comes over. So, uh, what did Wanda find last night? She found no other entrances um, while you guys were sleeping, Azrael, and I talked. Um, we think that it might be too dangerous to try and find the Underdark here in this mine, so... Casimir, uh, you're sleeping, so I looked at my map, uh, and the only other one I found, unless another closer, um, is a few days more travel, and we can try and um, go reach the Underdark there, where we hope there's not a Mind Flayer. But before we do that, um, maybe we can collapse the entrances um, in order to slow down what's like the operations that are going on at this mine. Um, I would personally prefer if we went through this mine into the Underdark than uh, having to traverse the Underdark from the other mine. Why is that? Well... I mean, I need to check underneath each of the mines, and if we enter at one of the other locations and we travel through the Underdark to underneath this mine, we would be spending much more time in a much less hospitable area than simply traveling through this mine. Can we come back? Can we smoke out the the goblins? an ogre, go to the other mines, then come back. I suppose. Um, I, uh, the extra time spent, I don't know if it would count as far as payment for you. I'm just letting you know. It's keeping you alive. Well... My payment is more with you alive. I personally trust in your ability to get me inside. I think you misunderstand. You underestimate yourselves. 
maybe overestimate the skills of these creatures. Briar, Onyx, what do you think? I say we just smoke them out, and then as they come out, like, see what they got, and then we can go in here. Like, ogres and goblins, but, like, we don't know their numbers. We already know, or Jabid already told us that there's a party out right now. So who knows how many are out. So we might, our best chances might be to go in here. We've already taken down a number of them. So their numbers are even less. There's a party of nine or so out, seven out right now. Might as well just try to smoke them out and then go in now. Yeah, a um, lightning strike go in uh, we've only seen three ogres we can take on three ogres and I think you said Wanda saw some trogs some goblins yeah sleeping goblins no. um, there was a, uh, I, I don't know how many she saw quick raid before they can uh, sound in the alarm and and um, uh, Clear, clear a way in. Maybe we don't even have to to face the uh, the mind flare if we just uh, zip past. If we go in, stealth is priority. Sure, sure. Oh, I'm I'm with you there. Absolutely. Casimir, is there anything? that you know about mind flayers that you might have learned that we might benefit from before we do this? I'm afraid my uh, study and research did not cover any sort of aberrations such as that. I only know of them uh, to the extent as any Marquisian might know. Uh, you know, children's stories and tales and that sort of thing. Well, Direct me to the shaft and I'll pop it and we'll get this party started. Whoever is traveling to the, st- the uh, cooking flue, can I get uh, stealth checks and uh, athletics or acrobatics, your choice? I know we're talking about popping the chimney, but it's been about four hours. Uh, yeah, we're on stealth. Okay, cool. Yeah, Onyx, I'll go with you, and uh, I got your back. Have either of you guys seen that chimney? No, but Wanda can guide us, right? Yeah, well, just, I can go there. with you, because I was I the one who actually saw it, so. Okay, then I'll keep her with me, if you're willing to go. Yeah, it's nothing for me. I can go up in and out, and I can turn invisible if you know comes to it so uh, can I get an athletics or acrobatics from Azriel and Jamie? I don't need it auto pass right, that's right. sure. I, I can link it all right so the three of you kind of traveling over the, the cliffs to the other side of the mountain takes you about an hour or so to get there. Uh, it's easier now because Ezreal is making a beeline directly for it. 
that the three of you arrive and are crowded around the hole. There's a few rocks and, and other boulders kind of overhead that you can see might be easy to move into position ish. I'm going to take a small piece of stone. I'm going to drop it once more next to me, thinking about how long five feet is. And then I'm going to cast Shatter about 15 feet down the hole. Alright, go ahead and roll the damage. Alright. Pointing your figures down into the shaft, there's a sharp crack and a rumble. And the sound can stop. And you no longer feel the updraft coming out of the hole. I look at the other two and I say, well, it's closed, but they're going to come look at it. All right, let's make our way out of here. The three of you begin making your way over the cliffs to the other side. As you return to the rest of the party, looking down at the entrance to the mine, you suddenly see wisps of smoke begin to roll out of the entrances. And... Three goblins and three troglodytes <coughs> begin kind of stumbling out into the sunlight. The uh, troglodytes squinting up at the sharp sunlight. And with that, I think that is where we will pause for a week. Hell yeah, good session. Right, Inspiration goes to Liam for running a dope-ass game. Not but for 